0: it's good seeing everybody if you're just tuning in i always say you've been prayed for we've been praying for everybody all this week there's been a lot going on in our church family i know a lot of people have been ill and under the weather so for those that couldn't make it um you know hey i hope you can tune in online share the message we're going to be talking about god's divine favor anybody like favor of god on their life Amen. So you got some good note-taking stuff here today. We're going to jump on in. But I just want to say we love you. We've been praying for you. And just jump in. And so, uh, you know, like I said, it's been a long week for a lot of folks. I've had a lot of calls. And, and, and not just through church family, but, I mean, at work and everything like that. I was saying in 55 years, I don't think I've ever remembered this many people that I personally know under the weather. But I also know this that God's in the healing business. Amen. So we're going to continue to thank Him and uh, just lift up the others that are just under the weather a little bit today. So we're going to be, keep on being encouraging as we go through. So I know one thing. I don't know any time in my life that I couldn't use a little bit more encouragement. How about you guys? I, and when it's good, I'll take more encouragement. When it's bad, I'll take more encouragement. So today's message, I pray, finds you where right where you are, but uh, refuses to leave you there. Just encourages us as a child of God. I say, you know, we don't have to look very far when you look to the news and different things. It is very hard to find something on TV that is uplifting. Am I, am I telling the truth? I mean, we we've got the the different cable stuff, and what is that thing called, baby? Fire stick we got more channels than I know what to do with, and it's hard to find something that's uplifting. But i got—I got to tell you something. You can always find something uplifting in the Word of God. So you know what? I want to uh, challenge us, take a little bit less TV time, a little bit more God time. Can't go wrong with that. So I just felt like, uh, you know, with everything going on and, and just, you know, we're starting out the first year. Can you believe it's February already? I mean, that month is Zooming. But I know sometimes in just life, we have some storms in our life. Everybody has a season in their life where that boat gets rocked a little bit. And I want us to really take a look at the, the scriptures that we've got selected today. And I believe that they will encourage us. And, you know, sometimes when, when things are coming in your boat, man, it'll, it'll, it'll disorient, you know, what, what's going on. It's hard to find a, 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 a frame of reference. But if you got Christ as your anchor... Grab hold of his promises. We've got to keep God's word open in our heart and on our lips. Somebody say amen. So I want to go ahead and jump in. If you've got your Bibles, I've got most of the stuff, like I said, selected up here. But I want you guys to always bring your Bibles. This is 1 Corinthians uh, 2, verse 12. And Take a look at this. This is coming from Paul. Now, how many know Paul might have had a tough time a little bit along the way? I mean, the guy has been shipwrecked. He's been beaten. He's been whipped. He's been jailed. He'd been stoned half to death and left four dead, shackled to prisoners and everything else. And this is what he writes to encourage us, as well as brothers and sisters of that day, all right? He said, We have not received the spirit that belongs to the world, but the Holy Spirit who is from God, given to us that we might realize and comprehend and appreciate the gifts of divine favor and blessings. So we freely and lavishly bestowed on us by God. I'm convinced if we ever grabbed hold of that through the promises of God and, and start realizing who we are in Christ, and I say this probably every week, and, and, and what we have in Him, we would be unstoppable. And I, I want to encourage us today, no matter where you're at, what's going on in your life, how you feel, what's going on, that God did not leave us. He did not leave us. So, so let's just, just open up and grab hold of a few things today. So we go through here, and I said, you know, just like the verse said, I, I pray that we might realize, comprehend, and appreciate the divine gifts that God has freely bestowed on us. Why can't we get a hold of that? I think sometimes it's hard to get a hold of that because we've got the volume of the world up so loud in our life. And what the neighbor said, and what she said, and what he said. You know, I I tell folks this a lot of times. Go through situations, I think it's great to seek out our friends that really care about us. Um, And I also say this, I say sometimes it's just good to hold your cards of life close to your chest. Because everybody that says that they're your friends does not always have your best interest at heart. Anybody agree with that? It's unfortunate. That's why I always say go to God's word, you brothers and sisters in the Lord, and line up what's in the word. Line up what God says about that. You know, I I don't need anybody in my life when things going up upside down and I I share a few things. Well, I'll tell you what I'd do if they did that to me. Can you show me that in the Bible? Yeah. I I don't think you're going to find that there. So I pray as we go through difficult times that we're led by the Holy Spirit in us so that we will realize that we don't have to act like the world. We can respond like the Lord. Everybody doing good so far? It's going to unpack real fast here. I hope you guys realize, me as well. Take a look at this. We need an awakening in our identity of who we are in Christ. Take a look at this. Look at Revelation 1.3. It says, Blessed is the one who reads aloud the words of this prophecy, and blessed are those who hear it and take to heart what is written in it, because the time is near. Guess what? That sounds like you got a promise for us right there. What he said: "Blessed is the one who reads it." I'm reading it aloud, the words of the prophecy. And blessed are those who hear it. But then it says this: "And take to heart what is written in it, because the time is near." What time is that? Jesus is coming back. We're going to stand before the Lord, right? We need to realize that the power and the blessing of the word of God is right there for us. We need to be a student of the word of God. We need to sift through the treasures of the promises of God. I say this often. I believe that there's treasures in every day that God gives us. But I believe some days we've got to dig a little bit deeper to find them. You hear what I'm saying? I'm not saying every day is great and fun and this and that. There's some difficult times, isn't it? But I tell you what, if you continue to take time and align our life and put our eyes on the promises of God and and, and start having that attitude of gratitude, we start realizing that God is still for us. Amen? Amen. Look at this. Do we realize the urgency? And I'm jumping right on in this thing today. Look at that, that last part of that. Because the time is near. Near what? Christ's return. I said, Yeah, there's going to be a day that we stand before the Lord and give account of our lives. Do you ever think about why God's given you His divine favor? It's not just for your comfort, it's for the kingdom. God blesses us so we can be a blessing to others. He he wants to use our life in a way that magnifies His life. See, and, and the older I get and the more time I spend with the Lord, I start saying, It's not about me. Let's be honest. When I was 20, did you think it was about you? I thought it was about me. I really did. I wouldn't have told you that. I'm just being honest now. 25, oh, it's about me. 30, I thought it was about, well, I, I'm not still not sure. I wanted it to be about me, but I started saying it's not about me. When your kids come now, you really know it's not about you, don't you? <laughs> That's right. But when we take time to seek God out in his word, we realize it's always about him. Everything that we have, everything that we are, is because of the gift of God's grace and his favor in his life. I'm talking to those that put the faith and trust in the Lord Jesus, amen? I'm talking about that we can come boldly to the throne of grace. There should be a real urgency on sharing our faith. How often do we share our faith? How often do we turn around and we just turn around and jump up and tell everybody what's wrong in in life? As a matter of fact, if they tell you what start, they start to try to pick some good things out of your life. You get mad because you got to find something else to complain about. Woo, got quiet. You know, I, I know people that you couldn't buy them a compliment sometimes. You look nice. Well, I you know. I don't know. Hey, you know? Hey, man, I really like that song or so. Like, oh yeah. Well, you know, whatever it is. Hey, your flowers look good. Well, did you see that one daisy over there leaning to the side? No. No. Here's something else going to help somebody. And it, it helped me when I finally got it. People are not laying around from Sunday to Sunday worried about what's going on with you half the time. Just saying. They really aren't. Now, I know there's people that love you and people that are praying and, and things like that. But they're not, they're not upset because your hair is messed up. They're not upset because your car ran out of gas. They're not upset about it. What, what, what the thing is, we kind of put too much emphasis on self sometimes is what I'm getting at. And I tell you what, if we took that same energy and that same urgency and put it on Christ's return, how would things look different in our life? You think about this as we go through life. If anybody, How many people love to take tests? I'm going to put my hand down. I, yeah, I'm with you, brother. Hey, my buddy over there—he's like, ah, me, me either. But, but if you had a test, you're probably going to study for it, right, and get ready for it. All right, what about if you had, let's see, uh, if you're gonna go and you have a football game, you're probably gonna work at that and do your best. Whatever it is. If you got a job interview, you don't just roll out of bed, right? You get ready, you go over things. Now think about this I'm talking about the urgency of Christ's return. Are we ready to meet the Lord? All right? People say, oh yeah, come back, Lord, come back, Lord. So you're telling me, I'm just asking. If the Lord came back right now, you have accomplished everything that God's given you to do. Put a big bow on it. I don't think I have. I want to keep on going. I want to reach more people for Jesus. I want want my life to impact lives for for generations to come. I want my giving to to grow in the kingdom. I I want these messages to keep going and going and going. I want people to know about Christ. So I'm always going to cling to life. Because I want to pass on the life that God has given me. Does that make sense? So that that others will know about the goodness of God. Because I'll tell you what, I can tell you for 30 years it wasn't about Him. It wasn't. But somebody cared enough to get outside the church to tell me about Jesus. How about you? Isn't that a blessing? I'm going to tell you what, why would we turn the volume down on that? We need to be getting busy with the craziness that's going on in this world, right? Right. Here, look at this. It said, we should use our gifts and blessings to be a blessing and further the kingdom. That's just what I told you about. Now, you know, sometimes we go, well, I don't feel like it. You ever ever get up and walk? I just don't feel like it. Get over it. Keep on going. You know why? Because there's something greater. Now, I don't know if Marie's watching. I hope she is today. She couldn't make it today. Um, even in the midst of some of our storms, I love it when I hear testimonies. When folks say, man, I had a rough day, but I will tell you what. Let me tell you how God worked it out. Marie, over the weekend, lost her foot and, and ended up damaging her, her, her ankle. Had to call 911. I said, man, she's oh honey, it's all right. I look at it she's just picking the positive out of all this. I'm like, man, I called to encourage her. She can encourage me. She said, I got to tell you, honey, she said, I witnessed to the doctors. I gave out bracelets. God got it, bracelets. I was praying for people in the ambulance. I was like, yes, that's what I'm talking about. And you know she did. You know she did because she is quick to give God the praise. So like I said, I called to be a blessing. You all right? You need anything? Oh, honey, I'm doing good. Got my foot propped up. Let me tell you what God's doing. Man. See, because her attitude is that of Christ she realizes the urgency she understands hey look it could have been worse you know what hey here's an opportunity here's a platform for me to tell somebody else and she finished up saying she said well if I got a couple cracks in my ankle and somebody ends up going to Jesus don't have to go to hell it's all good I love that that's a heart that knows Jesus that's a heart that's turned around and said well let me tell you what Hey, God has got things going on. Look at this. I know that our life can get out of balance. You ever seen that? You talk to people, I can't believe this is happening. Everything's not going to go good in your life. It's just not. And anybody tells you, well, you become a Christian, you'll never have any problems. I wouldn't listen to them. If somebody tells you, you come to Christ, and you put your faith and trust in the finished work of the cross, and you'll never be alone, I said, that's, that's that's true. But I'm going to tell you what, he sticks closer than a brother. How many people have been through trouble and troubled times without the Lord? Maybe early in your life, all right? Got hands everywhere. And then later on, you found the Lord and you went through some difficult times. Can I see your hands there? Is it better to go through it with him or without him? And everybody said with him. Because you know that you know that you know, that you're not alone. But life can get out of balance. I talk to people all the time, I don't understand, there's there's a lot that I don't understand this side of heaven as well. But what I do understand about God's word is this, that he is faithful, that he loves us, that he's not gonna leave us, and you know what? Things happen, do you know what? Bad things happen to good people, don't they? You ever seen that happen? All day long. And people say, why does this happen? Because we live in a sin-filled world, and if you jump in a a pit full of sin, it's going to get on you sometimes, right? It's going to get on you sometimes. That's just the way it is. But because of Christ, we don't have to stay here. We don't have to stay in that, and we have hope because we realize whose we are and who we are. I think that's the whole thing. God's word, love, and power brings it all back in tune. It's perfect will. I said the Holy Spirit is in us and desires to guide us into the deep things of the Lord for our benefit and for the benefit of others. Just real quick, I'm going to park you for a second. Things in our life, decisions we make in our life, don't only impact our life, it impacts people around us, don't it? You know something I hear a lot of times with people that maybe are having a difficult time with alcohol, drugs, or whatever like this. One of the first things they usually say is this. I ain't hurting nobody. Then why'd they call me? Why'd they call me in the middle of the night to talk to you to get off that bar stool and come home? See, this is what happens is they can't see past the problem. But I want to say this. You don't have to stay there. You don't have to live there. And when, when you've got family and you've got people coming to you and you've got so people going, say, hey, there's an issue in your life, whether it's alcohol, drugs, attitude, whatever it may be. You might just want to listen. How about that? Just at least listen to what they have to say. Especially this, if you know they love you. If, they, if you know they love you. See, even in the ministry and everything else, when, when the team comes and says, hey, we want to talk to you about this or that, I have to realize that they love me and, and they're, they're saying, hey, look, um, what about this thing? What about that thing? I don't think I've got it all together, but I'm following the one who does. And I'll be the first one to tell you, sometimes we can, we can deviate from the plan. Anybody deviate from the plan sometimes? The good news is, God will put our life back in balance. All you got to do is ask. Does that mean the pain stops right then? No. I tell you what, I want to share something. My sister sent something to me yesterday. Uh, how many people going to watch the Super Bowl? Yeah. I just a good excuse to eat nachos for me. That's good. I ain't got a team in there. I'm like, woo, nachos, please, DoorDash. That's good. <laughs> Don't matter who wins, who loses. But I want to share this with you real quick. My sister had sent me a link about a guy that is a mascot for the Kansas City's Chiefs. And this guy has made a whole career out of being a mascot. I mean, it's, it's really cool, you know. He's, I think he's the only guy in the Hall of Fame uh, or Guinness Book of Records, something like that, well-known for being a, uh, what do you want to call him? A who? Team mascot. Team mascot, yeah. I thought he was just like a big rat type thing when he was doing it. But anyway, I'm sorry, buddy. I thought it was a, that's how much I know. It's supposed to be a what? It's supposed to be a wolf. It's a wolf. I'm sorry. He looked like a rat to me. Hey, you see what? you see? One? I don't know. I derailed myself. I was out of balance. Let's bring it back in. So this guy, this guy was looking at different things to do. And they were showing all the footage. Man, he'd ride a four-wheeler and jump out and do this stuff and all this. Guy loves his job in inspiring people, right? And so he comes in and they're going to do this thing where they come down on a, on a, on a guide wire. Shoo comes down and does this. Man, that's cool. They said, well, man, we did that before. Why don't we do a bungee jump? How many know that it's good to have your man that's doing the bungee jump have his mathematical equation right? Because he didn't. And he was supposed to fall like 50 feet, and he went 70 feet. He went into the stands. This is on a dry run on this thing. And his body broke two or three chairs broke his back everything else and he says one of the things he remembered he was in so much pain he said that the lord had sent somebody there to pray with him and man i tell you he was going through a lot of different things he made it even to this day he's just like wow this is amazing that i came through it but he's a believer in the lord and he said, he got to a point in his life, he's like, man, I'm in a lot of pain and everything, Lord, I don't understand this. And he said he got to a point, this was amazing, if you guys look it up, it was on CBN, um, about the Kansas City chief uh, guy. And he said he got to a point where he actually thanked God for his pain. Let me tell you this, God didn't cause his pain. I want you to hear the rest of the guy's story. And I thought to myself, I said, what did he say? I backed it up. He said, because if I couldn't feel pain... I could be paralyzed. If I couldn't feel the pain, I might not be here. You see, he, he chose to find and realize it was something good, even in the midst of the terrible thing that he had dealt with. Do you know that that guy is sought out all over the world now to share his testimony? God doesn't cause these things, but God will use these things for his glory. When we choose to, to get the right attitude about it and magnify God, That's what I say. Life can get out of balance, but God can bring us back in. That's when we got to realize, regardless of the pain, and it's not easy. I'm not making light of any of it, but God can bring good out of some of the toughest things we, we see in life. Let's keep on rolling. Now, what about comprehend? When we're thinking about comprehending, that was part of the verse there. I said, not, not just uh, know about something, but understand the depths of it. I said, do you understand more about God and his ways now than you first did when you got saved? I pray that you did. How many people remember today that they put their faith and trust in the Lord? Do you remember that? you remember that? How are you progressing in your understanding of who God is and what he wants to do in your life? I pray that you are. If you're not, I want to encourage you each day to open God's word. I want to encourage you to come on Tuesday nights and we go deeper into Bible studies. I want to encourage you to, to have an accountability partner, to grow in the Lord. But think about that. We need to comprehend that. I, I, I pray that I'm not the dad I was 10 years ago or the husband I was 10 years ago. I pray that I'm getting more like Christ in those situations, you know. You know, I always say, Jess, you really blessed. A, because when I first got sa- when I first got married, I wasn't saved. So you've had the privilege of, of growing up with a saved dad. I'm not saying I was a terrible dad, but I'm going to tell you what: I know when I follow in the footsteps of my heavenly Father, things only get better. Things only get better. I, I, I'm going to get y'all dialed in here. Look at this. Understand, understanding builds our faith. I said, when we understand things, we have the ability to move into those things and operate in those things and navigate in those things and become a useful tool in the master's hand. You know what's unfortunate? There's a lot of people that get saved and put their faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ and they're secure in Christ. But they choose never to grow in that. That really hurts my heart. One, I know that, you know, I, I don't believe God wants us to get safe, sit on the sidelines. I believe that he wants to use our life. I believe that he wants us, us to be a mighty tool in the hand of God. Think about that. How could God use you? You say, oh, I don't know how he could use me. I don't like speaking. All right. Write somebody a note and encourage them in the Lord. Give them a Bible, Bible track. Pray for somebody. Invite somebody to church. Hey. There's all types of different things that God can do and use us in a mighty way, but what happens is, we, we a lot of times just go, "No, I'm, I'm not comfortable. Christianity is not about your comfort, Amen? It is not about your comfort. I do a lot of things that are not comfortable, but guess what? The more I do it, the more less I care. I will pray for you at a stoplight. And I, you all know if they get hemmed up in an elevator they're going to go hear about Jesus, it don't matter. I'm praying the thing stops, man, so I can share Jesus about it. But you know, because I feel like this. How in the world could I not tell somebody about Christ? How in the world can I say that I'm a Christian? Now I don't have to beat people up and and, 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 and you know, just tell them about what God's doing in your life. Share with them. I don't mean every time you see him, go, oh, here comes, buddy, he got a Bible, he's getting ready to whack us in the head. No. But I tell you what, they should know that you're from him. Amen. The way you handle your family, the way you handle your finances, the way you handle your problems. Because we all got them. I'm not making light of it. We all got those situations. But when we turn around and we start comprehending whose we are, it starts building our faith. Everybody doing good so far? Amen. Take a look at this. We come, become part of the master's plan in the master's hand. When we rely on him, look how God can use us. Let's go back to that guy that, that had that terrible accident. Before he was encouraging people, and the encouragement might put a smile on their face for a day, an hour, 20 minutes, whatever. Now, God has given him a platform through his pain to impact lives for eternity as a believer you have the message that will impact lives for eternity that's a power right there that's a big deal right there that's that's something right there how in the world can I not tell you that and not only that let me just say that we're accountable to tell people about the Lord He says, make disciples. He says, use your gifts. Share the testimony. Look at that. I want to be a a blessing to the Lord. Look at this right here. Philippians 4, 7. And it says, and the perfect peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. How do you couple that together? Because a lot of times we don't understand everything. And when you don't understand everything... You get a little nervous. You get some fear. You get a little worry. How many worriers we got out here? We all tend to worry sometimes. We all tend to worry sometimes. But you know what? Let's put it up against the backdrop of the cross. Let's think about it. I say this many times. If the, if the Lord, we put our faith and trust in, in him, can hold our security for all eternity. You believe this? You believe that he can take care of you today? Do you believe that he's going he's to bring your wayward child back? I, I hope so. Something just popped in my heart. Let me tell you how things, you don't want to miss opportunities. There's been a lot of going on in the news. I'm not going to get into all of that. But you know in this area, we've lost a lot of young folks. And I was reading just the other day about somebody that lost their life, a young folk around here. And I read that and I go, Is that who I think it is? Is that who who I think it is? And it was. And I sat on the side of my bed. And I said, God, thank you that you gave me the privilege to lead that young man to the Lord when he was a teenager. So I don't know anything else about anything else, but I know this. I know that one guy in the area that just lost his life here. Knew the Lord. See, I could say, well, you know, he's young, he don't want to hear about it. And don't miss those opportunities. Hadn't even seen this young man in years. And it it just caught my attention the name, and I thought, I know that guy. I know that boy. And immediately I went back right where we were to the conversation. I said, Lord, thank you for your faithfulness lord thank you that you know what he wants the best for us we can't let opportunities slide through our hands if we comprehend what is at stake make no mistake that god gives us opportunities each and every day to share his, his good news everybody doing good so far that's the peace that we have. Even with, with terrible uh, things that can happen, you can know that we can trust him. I've got some verses and things I want to share with you too. I'm sorry I didn't click that, but y'all know it now. Here we go. Last part of our verse in uh, Corinthians talked about appreciate. Look at this. I'll give you some words. When we have an attitude of appreciation, it changes our speech. It should. Look at this. Proverbs 13.3. Those who guard their lips preserve their lives, but those who speak rashly will come to ruin. I can tell you, as a guy that talks a whole lot, if I would have applied that to my life years ago, I'd have probably had a whole lot of I'm sorry that I didn't have to say. Does that make sense? Think about this. It should change us. See, see, what's going on in our heart is really going to start coming out of our lips in our actions. When we appreciate the things of God, we appreciate the word of God, and we start applying those things. Look at that. You'll see it in our relationships and our reactions. Look at this. Proverbs 19, 11, It's wise to be patient and show what you are like by forgiving others. That can be hard. Let me tell you what. I'll go this far. I don't believe we could do it on our own. I want you all to hear this. I'm never minimizing anybody's situation, what somebody's done to them or anything else. But I will maximize the forgiveness of God. And listen to this. When we forgive someone, that does not mean that we agree with the offense. It means that we agree that we will no longer let that shackle us to the past. It's going to help somebody today. And it's hard. Ask the Lord to help you. Because I'm going to tell you what. Most of the time, somebody that's offended, they're not even thinking about it anymore. They are moving on with their life. They're doing their deal. They ain't thinking about anything else. Let me tell you, I know after 55 years, I've seen up, down, things, in and out, everything else. Been married, been divorced, been remarried. I got you. I got it. It ain't fun sometimes. But our actions will tell whose we are. Amen. Look at that. How about our time? Look at this, Ephesians 5, 15 and 60. Therefore, be careful of how you walk, not as unwise men, but as wise, making the most of your time because the days are evil. I'm going to get a drink of water on that. Somebody say amen. Amen. You guys know, most of y'all know, I'm fascinated by the hourglass. That sand going through there. Because it is a constant reminder when I see this. I got one on my desk. I got one on my desk at, at, at work. I got one on my desk at, at home. And, and when I sit there and I ponder the things of God and I flip that over, it's not that I'm saying, well, how long am I doing this or whatever. I'm thinking about that I will never get that time back. So how do I use the time that I got? I want to use it with an attitude of gratitude for the things of God. I want to use it for the Lord. I want to use it for the Lord. Look, there's a lot of things that somebody can be remembered for. I, and I don't even care if they remember my name. But I pray that they remember my actions and my heart for the Lord. You got to know my name. It ain't about me. But man, if we could win one more soul. If we can win one more person, rescue somebody out of the pit of hell, one more person, one more person, one more person. Think about that. That's what it's all about. My prayer has been for many years, Lord, even on my deathbed, please use my life in a way that will encourage somebody to call on the name of Jesus. I don't know how it's going to go down. I really don't. But I know this. I got breath today, and I'm going to praise him. How about you? I can see today and I'm going to look you in the eye and tell you, hey, let me tell you, God loves you. I love you. Let me tell you what, we need Jesus. That's what I'm going to tell you. It's only one way to heaven, John 14, 6. Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. How many know we talked about that peace that passes all understanding? That only comes from God. That doesn't mean we never have a problem, but I'm going to tell you what, we never go through it alone. Everybody doing good so far? How about this old man, watch your toes now. Even the way we deal with our money, look at this. Or is it our money? It's all his, isn't it? Look at this, First Chronicles twenty nine fourteen. But who am I and who are my people that we should be able to give as generously as this? Everything comes from you and we have given you only what comes from your hand. Man, isn't it something? I finally got to a place in my life not too long ago. How many people like giving? I'm not just talking about church. I'm talking about just giving. I got to that point in my life, I'd rather give stuff away to get it. I really would. I really would. No, I, I like stuff. Not preaching against stuff. But it just does my heart good, especially when I see somebody appreciate it. Just be a blessing. I like being a blessing when nobody knows where the blessing comes from. How about that? Don't say a word. Just pay for the people behind you. Don't watch their face. I love it. Go through a drive through and you pay for it. They're going... I heard somebody say they, they did that, they did not the pay it for they went through a thing and the people in front of them bought theirs and they said oh that's so nice, that's good, I just won't pay it for it she said well I'll go ahead and get that and it was a baseball team <laughs> whoo how about that well there you go, but I'm just telling you I guarantee you that God covered that as well what is it, you trip over you trip over dollars looking at the pennies or something like that you can't take it with you. You can't take it with you. And I'm finding this out. A lot of stuff that we store up here. Whew, mama, I love you. But boy, she had stuff coming in that place since 1963. Whoo! How many plastic cups can you save? You know? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. What What do you do with 947 Plastic spoons. But you know what? When you grow up in a... <laughs> that's going. I know, I know. Yeah, hey, When you grow up in certain times, you never know what's coming on. And it impacts you. I'm going to park you for a second. When you grow up in certain situations, it affects the way you do things. Good, bad, whatever. So when people don't respond like you respond, you didn't grow up like them. But let me tell you, just like I said, when our life gets out of balance, God could be the one. He is the one that will come back and equalize those things. Everybody's not going to be like us or me or you or this or that. Aren't you glad? But here's the thing. Will will we be open enough to rely on the strengths of others? That's why God puts us together. I'm going to tell you what. Me and my wife are like this. C-Span and (laughs) hee-haw. And guess which one I am? Give me a call, BR549. That's right. See, when I write something, if it's important to me, it goes in all caps. If I like the little asterisk sign, I put it in there. I don't know, don't care about commas, curses, this and that, parentheses, all that. When I first start writing the sermon stuff, Denise would butcher my stuff, boy. I mean, I looked at that. It looked like it stuck a hog, man. Due to my notes. Why why in the world would you do that? And here's something else to learn. If you try to sound out words and spell them, and your daddy was from West Virginia, (laughs) ain't nobody else going to know what you wrote. I can tell you that. Because you say so I don't think I can't even think of something. <laughs> Library. <laughs> anyway, what I'm saying is, all those things makes up who we are, but we don't have to stay there. I'm thankful for, for growing up the way I did and everything else. but I don't take it personal. I just laugh about it. I go, "Thank you, Lord. I got me an English major that can help me fix my stuff, right? <laughs> Look at it! Look at there! There we go! Do that! That's fine. Good. That's good. But everybody's got their gifts. One more. One more. One more. One more. There's people that got eye for detail. I gotta share this, and I do love my wife. She gets gets so much sharing this. We got in that car wreck, and we were helping her back in. Me and Tim were helping back in the car. Got her to the house. Be careful, baby. She's going to, oh, oh, you all right, baby, you all? It's going to be okay. Oh, you got to get that spider web right there. Oh, oh. when are you going to paint that? Oh, I said, she's all right. She's all right. See, I don't, guys don't see that. I don't even see that. I'm just rolling, you know? I'm like, whatever. I'm thinking, what? What just happened? You got to have a little fun with this. Y'all pray for your pastor when he leaves here, okay? But I appreciate that. I pull it back in. You didn't know I was going to do that, did you? You know, I appreciate. I appreciate my wife because she balances me out. She probably got the hard part, really. You know? But I'm going to tell you, God puts us together to strengthen us. God puts us together so we can walk in love. Look at this. There's a couple of things here I want to share with you, and we'll bring it on Do we reflect on God's love for you? See, that's the thing I look at so many times when we talk about God's divine favor. Just reflect on God's love for you. If you ever have a problem about how much God loves you, look at the cross. That's what he did for you. I'm going to pick up the pace a little bit. How about this? Do we pray for a greater love? Lord, How me to have the heart that you have for others. Think about that. Help me to to love on people that don't act like I do or look like I do or talk like I do or whatever the case. Lord, help me to have a greater love for people. Develop that in my heart. Let me see them like you do. Lord, help me with this. Don't be afraid to risk it. Let me share a little something here real quick. One of the things I used to love to do we hadn't done it in a long time. When Jesse was little. And he used to eat stuff like I do. Now he doesn't. And that's good. I wish I could do it, man. God bless him. Boy, he is he's good on that stuff. We used to go every Sunday. And we'd go out to eat. And we called it Christ Night. And we would go eat. And then we would purposely go places to share Jesus. It didn't matter if it was a Mexican restaurant here, or a hamburger place there, or a pizza place there. And it did my heart so good to see him at a young man, as a young child, understand how important that was. Man, you better get him early. You better get them early. And we would go and we would talk to folks and, and we would go to bookstores and, and we would see people reading different things. And we would just go up and talk to them and just say, hey, man, I know you're reading that right there. Um, let me tell you about God. Let me tell you about Jesus. Let me tell you about that. And his boldness at that young age just blew me away. He would go and he would look and he'd go, dad, there's somebody down there. Dad, there's somebody that needs to know down there. But, you know, as we go on, we do our own thing and everything else. But I think about those things. I think about those deposits made in my children's life. And I think about what that did. See, see, I thought that I was teaching him. He's really showing me. All those different times. When's the last time you took your kids, me included, and say, hey, we're going to get something to eat. And we're going to spend the rest of the night going to the mall, going here, going wherever we're going to go. And just see if we can be a blessing to somebody. Don't be afraid to risk it. Don't be afraid to risk it. Let me tell you this. Practice love every day. Practice love every day. Allow God to cultivate a heart that's caring. Listen and serve and rely on the things of God. Because I'm going to tell you what we need to realize. Let's bring it back home to this. That we have not received the spirit that belongs to the world. But the Holy Spirit who is from God. Given to us that we might realize and comprehend and appreciate the gifts of divine favor and blessing so freely and lavishly bestowed on us by God why would you keep it for yourself why would you not tell somebody how many people are glad that somebody told them about the Lord how many people are glad that somebody prayed for them? How many people are glad that somebody invited them to church? How many people are glad that, you know, people continue to pray for you, that people to check on you and, and love you and you've got a church family that cares about you? And now through, through the Internet and things, God's given us a privilege to be able to reach and reach and reach and reach. I looked at it this morning. In the last 28 days, we've had the privilege of reaching over reaching out. Thirteen and a half thousand opportunities. That means that this message or some of the messages have come up on over 13,000 computer screens in 28 days. God's moving. See, we want to use what is available to us to reach people with the gospel. Man. Man. Share that message. Share that message. It has all the, 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 the analytics and all the different things on there. And it shows how many people watch and how they've done and, and things like that. That's not a buddy thing. That's an opportunity for people to hear the good news about Jesus Christ. If you listen, push the share button. Share it. it. This might come at a time when somebody is down. This might come at a time when somebody says, that's what I need. I need Jesus. I've heard about it. Think about this. How many times did you have to hear about the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ before you said, I need you? I heard about it all my life early on. I just couldn't put it together. But man, when I was 30 years old, boom, it clicked in my heart. And I'm going to tell you what. I believe if we realize and if we comprehend and if we appreciate what God's done for us, there's no way that we cannot share it with others. Let us pray. Lord, I thank you for today and I praise your holy name, Lord. And Lord, I pray that through the message today and some of the laughs and and some of the stories that we are inspired and encouraged to walk in that divine favor, Lord, you give us your love, your grace, your wisdom. And so, Father, I thank you for each one here today. I pray for our church family and those that are listening, Lord, for healing to their bodies and health to their bodies. Lord, I pray for strength. And I pray for souls, Lord, that souls may be saved through the preaching of the gospel, the death, burial, and the resurrection, Lord, that we are in desperate need of a Savior, and his name is Jesus Christ. And it is available to us right here, right now, that personal relationship. People say, why do I I need a savior? Because we are all sinners that fall short of the glory of God. is what the word of God says. We have transgressed, we have broken God's holy law. And the payment for that would be death. But God loved us so much that he sent his only begotten son to die in our place and rose on the third day. He poured out his blood to purchase us out of our sin debt. He died a death of a criminal when he did nothing. But lay his life down for us and rose on the third day. And he is sitting on the right hand side of God, interceding for all those that will call upon the name of the Lord. So friends, today, the Bible says if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, we will be saved. But don't just grab that or mumble that. Receive that by faith. Lord, come into my life. Forgive me. Today, Lord, this message has touched my heart, Lord. I, I believe that you're the Son of God. I need you, Lord. I believe that you poured out your, your blood for my sin, Lord. I believe that you're the Son of God. I believe that, that you rose on the third day. And, Lord, I want to live for you. And the Bible says, when we do that by faith, he says, whosoever calls upon the the Lord, will be saved. Friends, don't leave the same way you came in. Don't click off the, the computer now receive the greatest gift ever given. His name is Jesus. And everybody said, amen. Friends, if you got any questions about what you heard today, please send us a a note and follow us on Facebook. We love you. We praise the Lord and thank you for your opportunity to speak. Amen.